Hey, it's Thomas Frank. I've just got a quick note for you before we get into the show. If you've been enjoying the Inforium or my videos over on YouTube, then you, my friend, should get Nebula. On Nebula, you get ad-free versions of both this podcast and my videos, along with exclusive stuff like extended versions of those videos. And it's not just our stuff that you're going to get. Dozens of other creators are on Nebula, including Ali Abdal, Wendover Productions, Braincraft, Tier Zoo, and lots more. Nebula gives us a chance to experiment, and since everything's ad-free, it's also the best way for you to get our content. Head over to theinforium.com slash nebula to sign up now. Hey, what is going on, everybody? And welcome back to the College Info Geek Podcast, the internet's best resource for getting ahead as a student, but a terrible resource for attaining divinity and ascending the mortal plane to become a god. I'm working on that. You working on that one? Yeah. Uh, I want to thank one of our listeners, Tech Crypto, on our YouTube channel for submitting that wonderful, terrible intro joke. I think we, we asked for we asked for them and they are they're hiding in the comments of the uh five questions episode we did back in May just for wait what month just is for now? your reference, Martin. So it's still June? It is still June. Weird. What is it, June twenty fifth? I don't know. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, we are trucking through the summer, but it is currently that time of year when the sun just stays out forever and it's great. No, it's it's not great, Tom. It's currently the time of year where every time I walk outside, it's ninety degrees and it, my skin falls off. It's fine. How is that? How is that better? It's you wait Look, till the sun goes away and then it's nice outside. I'm going to tell you the same thing that my wrestling coach told me: walk it off, get more sunburn. You know, in hindsight, Th- that's that walking maybe doesn't it, apply. That's walking to this it on. Situation. You're walking it on. That's um, that doesn't fix walk it. Walk under an umbrella. Yeah, I could get, get like yourself, a parasol. Get yourself a parasol. That's I could perfect. Look, I could look pretty cute with a parasol. Yeah, why wouldn't I'll, you? I probably won't look into this because it's a lot of effort, but you know, I'll look into it. That's that's true. All right, well, we are, boy, like three episodes away from this podcast's name being retired. True. Floating off into it's the It's going to grow up into a brand new podcast. It's going to evolve. Yes. Pokemon uh, style. Actually, you know what, Martin? Maybe what we should do is tell people the name of the new podcast in the next episode. And in between now and then, I will give you the task of getting any and all social media Good things point. for it. Good point. We do need to do that stuff. Um, yep. yep. It's called Really Awesome Cast. Great job. Yeah. <laughs> it's not called that. <laughs> don't don't go grab a Twitter profiles for that. Tim and Eric are going to be mad at you. Yeah. Okay, so I think you had the idea for this episode a long time ago. I did. Um, I think the idea was actually to have our our fiancés do the episode themselves and just complain about us the entire time, <laughs> but neither one of them wants to be on a podcast, at least not on our podcast. Uh, yeah. So, so <laughs> apparently what you had both my fiance and your fiance do was submit a list of dumb things that we do. Yeah. And we got to read them to each other, but we, we don't know our own list. I don't know what, I don't know what Ashley put down. And I assume I might cry during this episode. It might, <laughs> I might break down. I wanted to do this because like we're near the end of the official college info geek thing. So I wanted to do some nonsense, you know, like end of the year sort of stuff. Like you'd have a, yeah. You mess around and on a couple of the last days of school sort of vibe, but also to humanize us just, I've seen a couple <laughs> like comments, particularly on for you for, from the YouTube audience. Cause there are so many people where it's yeah. like, 
you're some sort of productivity god. And I don't want to have that vibe make anything we do seem unattainable because we're also just a couple of like weirdos who said and did dumb things in college and then happened to do cool things, you know? I specifically remember you saying a couple of years ago that you didn't understand a lot of the comments in the YouTube channel because, and I quote, Tom's an idiot. Yeah, I don't get it. They don't know <laughs> that Tom's an idiot. They have no idea. That's true. That's the well, secret of the internet, though. I think I've said this multiple times in the podcast, but one of the core competencies for an online creator is making themselves look good on the internet. Yeah. And that doesn't necessarily have like perfect sync with their actual talents and capabilities in every area of life that people may think they have talent in. So, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to pull back the curtain a little bit. Just, yes. See, we're normal. You could just, you could do that. But then we're going to do cool stuff still. So you know that if, if you feel like an idiot, you could also do good things. That is true. Yeah. Actually, 100% of all cool things have been done by people who are at least a little bit dumb sometimes. Yeah. Dummies of the world unite. Mm -hmm. I Rise also up. do not know what was sent to you. So yep. I could probably guess just because yeah I, I think we could probably guess a couple things but but <laughs> like things that anna doesn't like i could probably guess two <laughs> of the nine things oh yeah you have you have nine do i have nine i hopefully she has Other, nine things she doesn't like. i know I right oh my gosh i, I know right already. like I, I could be like i bet i assume ashley listed that i talk in, in accents all the time i assume that's one of them but i don't know what the other mm. ones are i have no idea so <laughs> This will be fun. Um, yeah, this will be fun. And I would like to say for my own benefit before <laughs> we start that apparently none of these things are bad enough for her to not have said yes when I asked her to marry her. Oh, that's so, true. asked her to marry me. I didn't ask her to marry her. She'd probably say weird. yes to that too. That's. I like it, so I will put a ring on it. Boom. Fair enough. Well, uh, actually, who was it? Who played Hermione Granger? What's her name? Emma Watson. Emma Watson. She said she's in a relationship with herself. That's pretty cool. So who knows? Maybe you could just put a ring on your own finger. There yeah. you go. But no, I asked her to marry me. And she said yes. So apparently these nine things are tolerable. Or or brainstorming this list has actually set a terrible seed that will oh, grow no. and our relationships are going to fall oh, apart because no. these are going to echo in their heads for all eternity. Well, there's also we'll the, there's also the uh, what should be obvious conclusion, which is that, um, you know, as men, we have the ability to change. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Why would I why would I change any of these things? I'm going to do them twice as much as soon as I hear them. I grew up watching a show called The Red Green Show. I don't know if you've ever watched it. It's a very I've seen Canadian it uh, show. maybe once. I don't. Know it was on public it, television but... for some reason. But the, every every episode, they all are in this like this lodge, and they're like, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna recite the man's prayer. I'm a man, but I can change if I have to." <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fair enough. And then they pontificate about the many uses of duct tape for about half the episode. After that. It's a great show. I highly recommend it to anybody. All right. I've psyched myself up enough, Martin. Hit right. me with hit me with your best shot. And by oh, your best shot, I mean... We're starting off with clearly. one I find pretty funny already. Oh, so, All right. Let's do it. All right. So um, you have one pair of shorts and they're cargo shorts. <laughs> now, along with this, I would like to tell a story of what I thought was the funniest thing. 
we were walking through the woods in Minneapolis once and you had on the cargo shorts and I was walking around in these purple oh shorts and just out of nowhere, Anna's just like, you know, you could buy more fashionable shorts and wear those instead <laughs> out of nowhere. And I was just like, that is the coldest thing that I've heard. You just like, he can't change right now. We're in the woods. You just, she's a stone cold killer. She wanted yeah. me to fashion a loincloth out of leaves. Yeah, just that like, would be a little bit more tolerable. To now be that you're with. wearing these in a different state in the middle of the woods and can do nothing about it. Did you what are you doing that for? Question. OK, it. feel Here's bad. the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about me. I own <laughs> fashionable clothes. It's just that when I want to look fashionable, I wear jeans or yeah. like a nice pair of slacks. OK, dad. <laughs> and actually, then I want to wear shorts. Ashley would have Ashley would have listed you using the word slacks just now. So. Look, we got dad Tom over here. I'm not your dad. <laughs> I just like wearing cargo shorts. They have big pockets and I'm going for a hike or something. I can throw a water bottle in the pocket of the shorts. That's the daddest defense I've ever heard. <laughs> okay. You want another real reason? Want how, real are the, reason? how are there deeper reasons? It's not a deep reason. I don't want to go to the mall to buy clothes. I mean, buying clothes is obnoxious. It's annoying. You I once gave Ashley my like an now. allowance and said, buy me clothes that make me look good because I hate stores. I have, that worked out. There is one specific pair of jeans from the buckle, which means they're stupidly overpriced, but they're the only ones that fit perfectly. And every six months, I inevitably will wear a hole somewhere in them. And I will go back to the buckle and be like, give me these jeans in this size or I'll buy them online. They're about twice the price that I want, but whatever. Cause like, not, not a single pair of my pants has a hole in them. What? I have no idea what you do in pants, Tom. I don't know. Well, I mean, I am like doing backflips off buildings every day. And well, that'll like do that. it. So that, that may do it. That'll do it. Well, no, cause you even rollerblade. It's possibly because, um, I wear skinnier jeans than you, maybe? I'm, I mean, my pants are not loose. Well, I don't know. But look. I, I mean, what really what you should be saying right now is obviously it's because my thighs are the size of tree trunks and yes. my manliness bursts through the, the jeans. Well, that's what I was getting to. Uh, I figured. I crush man's head like sparrow's egg between thighs. Yeah. But this does not mean that Zangief is bad guy. I, yeah. Anyway, I basically subscribed to my jeans... And other than that, I buy all my clothes from Barbell because they're on the internet and they fit well and they just show up in a bag and that's great. And then I have like a few, you know what? People who watch my YouTube channel back me up. Sometimes I dress all nice, <laughs> just not with shorts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <sighs> we're going to, we're going to move on to your first one. Are you ready for this? I, I don't Are know. You ready I can't for guess. The I can only guess one of them. Are you oh, ready no. for the metaphorical I can guess smackdown? two of them. I can guess two of them. I still don't know the other seven. To be hit by an emotional freight train. <sighs> All right, Martin. You want to hear how Ashley really thinks about you? Yeah. Number one, uh, you apparently assume everyone can understand basic Spanish and French questions, expecting responses in either respective language, which is true. You've never done this in the podcast. I think, well, you've actually said this to me many times. You're very good at modulating like what you say, depending on the context. I would say that, yeah, I'm generally good at that, especially on the podcast because I'm paying attention and because I 
don't want to have to force edits or rewrites or something. But that is fair. I have done this in public many times to people <laughs> who are merely flabbergasted that I there was no particular prompt. I just kind of assume everybody's taken the first semester of every language. And therefore, if I keep it simple, it'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. But it never works. I just look weird in public. Well, the problem is, even if we had taken the first semester of every language, which I've, I've taken one year of French and one year of Spanish, you say it in the correct accent at a normal speaking speed. But, well, I guess you, that's... If you want to ask me my name in Spanish, what you need to say to me is, como te llamas? And like, then I'll be like, oh, no, okay. But, but you say it in this like perfect accent and it just flies under uh, the radar. You know, I never, I never actually considered that if I want to... But the, see, then I'd have to be using it on purpose, at which point I would say, wait a second, couldn't I just use the language I know they speak? And then then the whole problem. Okay, I do want to ask, like, does this stuff just come out without you thinking about it or are you purposely throwing out? Absolutely. Oh, so it's totally no, unconscious. No, it's, uh, it's on accident. I mean, that's pretty Sometimes impressive. Sometimes I think, it, well, I, I think in some of the other ones, honestly, it's kind of a jumble. I've been trying to practice all three languages at least once every week or two lately because... I kept mixing stuff up. So like in my Spanish class or conversation, I'd just say like, hi, or I do some, <laughs> I'd think of French words during Japanese. And then it doesn't help when some French words get katakanaized into Japanese. So then I'm like thinking about French and then mm -hmm. some French will, I'm working really hard on keeping that from happening, but it just happens. It's uh, my English has been affected. I say, I got, I say I went to university simply because it's easier when I think the words in French and Spanish like university, it's like, oh, university, I get it. That makes sense. And so I use that in English now and I read signs wrong, like the sign for a venue. I once was like, what is venue? I don't understand. <laughs> oh, it's English. Escape. Technically taken from huh, French. That's spelled but just like escape. Yeah, I, I really do that. Hey, it's okay, man. Sometimes I put an EQ profile meant for vocals on a guitar on accident. That's kind of similar. It happens to all of us. Yeah, you just you're just using the wrong filter. Yeah, I I definitely do it in the middle of stores and stuff, and it's probably confusing. Well, luckily, I can often guess what you mean from context, and if not, yeah, I assume Ashley's learned a lot of the basics safe. at this point. I I assume she just knows it. Well, she did take one year of Chinese. She's got a well. So if Chinese you throw one out, is Chinese, the one I know the least in. Mm, so it's the one you're least likely to unconsciously use. Yeah, it's the I'd have to be I'd have to be doing that one on purpose. See, I think the perfect place for you to live would be like a Chinatown slash Japantown in Paris. Oh, that'd be cool. Because then one of my favorite whatever you throw out, people will probably understand what you meant. Yeah. Well, also, like I just really like the university because you know you stand out front of the library, you hear like six languages in six minutes. Mm -hmm. I always thought that was really cool. But when I'm hanging out in like some suburban neighborhood, it turns out that I can't just do do that in like the grocery store and expect yeah. it to work. Yeah, you really can't. All right, we have a lot of these, so let's yeah, we move do. on. Yeah, we do. I'm, I'm next. Okay, Tom, get ready for the so, gut punch. Oh We're going to talk about that one time. You made a really bad dad joke at a Starbucks employee in front of a bunch of people because we were going to go on a road trip <laughs> And we were, I think we were maybe there, there were some people in there, but we walked in there and then 
you went up to the to the person oh at the register and informed her kindly that you have a bus full of kids outside and they're all going to want some fancy drink, some nonsense. <laughs> and like Anna and Ashley and I were just like, <sighs> I, why are all these about me? Being I'm sure dad? I, because that's your primary train oh that, uh, that is going to be the focus of today, probably. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're just, ah, oh, but she's, and she was just, she had this never heard that one before. Look right on her face. <laughs> And it was just so good. <laughs> okay, yes, I did that, and I stand by it. I don't regret it. It's fun. Yeah. Thomas Frank is her internet dad. <laughs> I'm not your dad. <laughs> but yes, I did tell the Starbucks barista that I was driving a bus with 40 kids who all needed <laughs> double chocolate chip frappuccinos. Yeah, that was great. Well, I I laughed. <laughs> and I think well, I that's, love the it. Hallmark that's a great a story joke. The thing is in, <laughs> in past tense, that story is like a thousand times better. So all you did was it was an investment in future laughs. That's true. And you know what? I bet that barista tells that story <laughs> probably at my expense. Yeah, but, but they need that. They need that to like laugh. vent about their job. You know, they're, it's you know what? Them. At least I wasn't like the person with the, like the, the haughty attitude asking to see the manager because I didn't like the frappuccino yeah. I ordered. Yeah, but this is this is just going to be like, it's, a harm, it's like a harmless story. Yeah. So there's and that. You know what? You get it when you're young and you have to pass it on. When I worked at the grocery store, I had all kinds of people when it wouldn't scan correctly, they'd be like, oh, that means it's free, right? Oh. So it's a rite of passage. Yeah. And it's one of those harmless rites of passage. Some people hold on to like harmful rites of passage, like... I had to pay student loans. So everyone else in future generations should have to pay student loans. I'm like, oh, does that mean like we should keep having polio and stuff too? <laughs> like just cause people. In the past <laughs> yeah. That. I think passing on some awkward moments is a lot better. Cause that's just like, haha, you feel weird for a second. Exactly. Deal with it. All right. Uh, are you ready for your next one? I am indeed. This one is a bombshell. This is, I don't know if I can say this. Uh, you eat too big a portions of cookie dough, <laughs> especially if the bowl is left unattended in the fridge with the intent being for Ashley to make more cookies later. I would so say steal Ashley's cookie dough provisions and prevent her from baking. Well, she's also you. put them in separate containers specifically so that there would be servings and that I would eat one a day. <laughs> but once I on day two, when she was like, hey, look what I still have cookie dough. And I was like, what? Then I caught on and I was like, I looked in the fridge and I was like, I know what this one is. And then I ate that one too. So she's not wrong. Uh, I, she is wrong. It's not too much. <laughs> I disagree exact, it's with the characterization. It's the amount I intend to eat. But it is very true that she even portioned it out specifically to avoid this. And I just caught on and took it out of the fridge anyway. Oh my gosh. Um, you know what? I think my uh, go big or go home. My sweet tooth is evening out as I get older. Mine is only to, most of the time. I used to buy a single pint of ice cream, intending to make it last for a while, and then within 24 hours it'd be gone. And I always figured, okay, well, what I got to do is just never have ice cream in the house. Now I go to the store, and I think it was like a little bit of quarantine, like. Uh, what else can make me happy other than buying every flavor of ice cream? <laughs> so I bought like three 
Fair. pints, different flavors. And for whatever reason, they kind of stayed in there for a while. You know, that actually happened to me too, but it only happened to me when I had specifically gotten like four pints of a limited edition flavor so we could try them all. And then inexplicably, they lasted forever. Maybe. So you know how you have too many choices, you get decision fatigue. Maybe the trick is if we have enough desserts, we'll be like, I don't really want to pick one. ah, Maybe I don't need anything. And then it ironically keeps us because we also had like three pints of ice cream in in the freezer forever. When that usually they're there for a day, but it's because I can focus on one flavor and I know what I want. And I have noticed that once That's my favorite one gets eaten, I'm a lot slower to eat the other ones. Like, is that, is that a life hack? Do I need to confuse my dessert desires and then they'll, they'll give up? It sounds like a pretty dubious life hack. It seems like it would backfire for a lot of people. Yeah. And also me, if I try it on purpose. Yeah. If you try it on purpose, you're going to be like, I know. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to know what, know what my brain. own game is. I know what you're doing. Yeah. I'm to your game and I am going to eat all this ice cream anyway. Yeah, probably. So, no so self-control. Yeah. That's your second one. Okay. All right, bro. Number three. Apparently, you always leave the uh, heels of a loaf of bread <laughs> and you do not eat them, but you also don't throw them away when you start a new loaf so there have been times where there were like five bags with just the ends of the bread <laughs> in a bread pile. And she has kept telling you to just throw them out, but you don't and you just leave. them. First of all, that was my favorite slice of a bread loaf growing up. That's your favorite? How are you wasting the one with the most delightful crust? Ah, uh, the best bread is the not crust. No, no okay. crust. I'm on board right, with the all crust. Right, all right. We have to make a little bit of a distinction here because if you're buying like really nice French bread from the store, like from the bakery... Oh, I liked it with wonderful. I liked it with terrible bread from my poor childhood too. Uh, no, uh, for some reason I just like the ends of the bread. But why would you leave them? Why would you just leave them in a giant right. pile? This is a war inside my mind that happens on an unconscious level, and it only happens for a few seconds until I get overwhelmed and want to go do something else. When I was a kid, we always threw the heels away. Nobody in my family liked them, and then I grew up older, and I'm like. Well, I should eat the heels of the bread. I don't want to waste the food I'm buying. And what ends up happening is I'm like, but I don't want to eat it. So I leave it there intending to get to it later. And then I never do. You should just get a compost. Yes, we should. Donate that Um, bread to the gods of bacteria. I could donate that bread to the bacteria gods. I need to figure out the process for doing it. And whenever I have a bigger yard, I will absolutely do it. I've seen some, um, actually in Denver, I've seen some cans uh, in my area where you can get a compost bin like your trash bin and they'll come take that. I'm not sure how the process is to getting one, but apparently Denver has a composting program. Okay. I would have so to that's, figure out that's like pretty neat. how bad it smells. Because yeah, that's a, the way my house is set up, sure like, I, I can technically c- get the trash cans in the yard, but it's like really annoying because the gates to the back alley where the truck comes are kind of broken. And uh, I need to have my landlord fix them. So right now we just keep them in the garage because hmm. the people who are like running the HOA, they don't like the trash cans. Oh, yeah. You can't, can't be messing the with the HOA. Nope. They will rain down fiery justice upon you and make you rue the day you ever cross them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm trying to figure out like some some cool acronym for HOA. I got like Hell's Angels, but there's an O in there. Hell's Other Angels. 
That's what it is. Oh, okay. It's the, it's the, <laughs> not the main, like the other ones. It's yeah. the other ones. Yeah. If you're a hell's angel, you either ride a motorcycle or you manage a neighborhood and like tell people that, Hey, your grass is getting a little bit too long. If you know what I mean? That's a, and what I mean is your grass is getting too long. You're just going to inspire HOA people to get cool leather jackets or something. <laughs> When pointing out flaws, like your trash cans too far out. Honestly, I like this feature. It would be much more amazing. If they roam around like some like stereotype fifties snapping their fingers leather jacket gangs and they just well, what they do complain now about your house. Is somehow my neighbor hears about it from them through some passive aggressive non confrontational means and then they call me and say it all nice. I would much prefer like a 50-something middle-aged woman to come to my door wearing a spiked leather jacket with, like, shoulder spikes and tell this me in my much face, better. mow yeah. your lawn and put your trash cans in the garage. I've definitely had a complaint. Otherwise, we're going to have a problem. Or two. And, I, you know, I get them in the mail. I just get them, like, in a, exactly. as a letter. And I'm just like, yeah, but who, which one of y'all sent this? <laughs> Who did this to me? <laughs> what, you it's, just driving around looking for things to yell it's about? It's classic like, KGB tactics. Which, you which never neighbor know is it? where it comes from, so there's never a target. It's definitely the KGB. Exactly. I mean, hey, three-letter acronyms. There's yeah. got to be a connection there, even though none of those letters are the same. <laughs> yeah, that's what All they right. want you to think. I'm going to move on to your third one. All right. Which is that you take on accents for long periods of time, sometimes yeah. without knowing or being able to easily switch back. This one was coming. I do remember this one when you when you switched into like a she a didn't Georgia like accent and she you didn't like my Lowry lemonade um, <laughs> thing because I ordered the drink talking like that. But in my defense, um, linguistics are cool. Because what what fun. happens is when you have when you have an accent and when you speak certain languages you have sort of a dif different default mouth position where your muscles are sort of positioned or tensed in a certain way or your tongue's in a certain position or your throat's a certain level of tenseness that affect what you're saying and once you get into one of those positions for long enough it gets hard to switch back because it's sort of a muscular habit and it's uh. And I, I legitimately can't get out of them without consciously thinking. So I'll like be in an accent on accident. Then I'll consciously say something out of it to try to break it. But then when I'm not paying attention, the muscles will shift back to write what they were doing before. And they'll be like, that's how you pronounce that vowel. And I'll be like, what? No, it's not. Stop it. <laughs> and then I can't stop it. It's like your parents but, told you when you were a kid, if you make a dumb face, it's going to stick. Yeah, it's, too long. it's definitely like that. I've been in an accent for like, two hours once because I let it go on for the first 40 minutes or so after which it's well, very difficult to get back out. I remember the specific, this specific, uh, specific instance because I just kept egging you on and Anna was, Anna got legitimately angry at me. <laughs> I wonder if that's in this list. I feel I like I kept doing it because <laughs> I knew you would respond in the accent and then you got stuck in it. Well, also, <laughs> also I got to watch this. Uh, because I like accents so much, if I hear somebody talking, I will sort of eventually accidentally or subconsciously mimic the way they're pronouncing vowels. Oh yeah. This, I mean, this is how I learn language. This is why I can speak them with good accents, but, but it doesn't I had come somebody, I had somebody from Georgia as a Lyft driver and I caught myself at one moment. I used like a, a, 
more of a Georgia I in mm-hmm. one of the letters. My vowel was very much his exit. And I was like, I hope he doesn't think I'm mocking him. This was not, this, I'm not mocking you. This is, this is a complete accident, but I feel like I'm going to accidentally make people think I'm mocking them. Yeah, I'm so just either none primed or to the moment you mimic get in the accents. Car, the moment you get in the car, you have to commit to it. You got to commit to the whole thing. The, yeah. And then if they ever see you again. Forever. It'll be like that Parks and Rec episode where Tom meets the girl he really likes. So he goes into a British accent at first. Yeah. And, and if they ever, and if they ever saw later. like the podcast, I could just be like, that's my presenter voice. Yeah. yeah it's called, uh, wait, what is it called? It's a uh, transatlantic standard accent. I think it's called mm-hmm. something it's like that. My friend Austin Evans or not Austin Evans. Um, Austin McConnell has a video about it. She's called why do reporters talk that way? Coming to you live from the scene of the crime. Yeah, it's super like enunciated. And I'm going to speak everything in this weird presentary voice. It's it's okay. apparently because um, accents that are foreign to people are deemed less trustworthy on the news. So they worked to create this accent. I could see that being a subconscious foreign to anyone. Bias. Really. I could see that. So it's not your home accent, but it's so Especially neutral. Especially since these were developed a long time ago, too. Like the, yeah. So that I could see how that would happen. It's apparently because um, reporters and news anchors tend to move around markets a lot. So they'll spend a couple of years oh. in like Ohio, and then they'll move so you, down to you Texas. you wouldn't sound and, like the local newscaster, which is what you wanted to hear, because you exactly. trust your local news. But if it sounds like somebody from way across yep. the country, you're like, you don't know about my town. Why should I trust what you're saying about it? Yeah. I could so see the, how that would happen back in the day. Yeah, so the compromise is no newscaster sounds like they're from your town. They just all sound like newscasters. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that would have been less of a problem these days with the internet. I feel like we're so familiar Mm -hmm. with places way farther away from us. It's it's not that strange. Yeah, to meet tons of people not from around you, and it's perfectly normalized because the cities have absorbed so many people. It's yeah. It's it's one of those many many things where uh, something is a certain way because of the prior technology it was based on. Yeah. Like I will tell people to rewind a YouTube video sometimes. It's like, Oh yeah. And that's like, that's not, even, not the right term. It's, you know, scroll back you, you, or, you know, go back. Just, but like, re- I mean, you're probably just going to click the button on the right. You don't area stick a pencil into the computer monitor and like twist it. Yeah. So, boy, how many of my listeners <sighs> even know what I'm referencing there? Yeah. <laughs> Only 90s kids will know this one. I remember when I badly wanted Let's fall a into really terrible memes. I couldn't I couldn't afford a Walkman. And then once I had enough money, CD players were a thing. So I bought a CD player instead. I had one with skip protection. It didn't work. The very skip well. protection barely worked. Yeah. And then I upgraded to an MP3 CD player, which instead of encoding as audio on mm. the CD, I guess using the magnetic part of the CD, it encoded as data. And you could fit 150 yeah. songs in a CD instead of 15. Sometimes yeah, but you got to know like really what's track 84, which is terrible. It was man. fine. I had a list. I had a list on my computer. I was ready for it. It was great. And then I got my MP3 player. And and now now our music just exists in the ether somewhere. Yep. And new music comes out. And instead of being like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to ride my bike three miles to the record store to listen to it on like a crappy pair of sample headphones. You're really bringing out the I went 15 miles both way up hills. (laughs) Tear the the plastic off the CD and hopefully the clerk doesn't notice so I can sample it and then buy it. We used to have to buy music without hearing it. 
it no, was Barnes like and Noble opening had like a hearing station that but that was like a new thing when i was yeah, in was middle cool school thing. it was like the record store i went to had a few sample albums but you couldn't sample everything for a lot of stuff you had to buy it and it was like opening a pack of magic cards and I specifically remember my favorite band in high school was I Am Ghost. Super emo. They're real. It's you can you can have, make any conclusion you want about me from that band. But uh, their their second album is fantastic. They have like this violin player and a great drummer, and they only lost half the band. I didn't know about this because the internet was barely a thing back then. They come out with their new album. I'm so excited. I wait months, ride my bike to the store, buy the CD, come home, pop it in. Instant disappointment. It was terrible. That's unfortunate. But there, I mean, there may have been some merit to it as well because you only had a few CDs. Yeah, I feel like you really, you really like value the ones you have mm-hmm. more. It was worse for browsing music, but much better if you're the kind of person to get really deep into one or two albums. Yeah. Since that was the default, you had no decision fatigue scrolling through Spotify seeing like, but I could focus on 800 other good albums today. I feel that. I'll be listening like, to something I get, on Spotify. And I'm like, I feel this pressure to skip forward in the song so I can hear the chorus because there's something sitting in related artists that's caught my eye and I want to go see it. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's difficult to stay focused with so many options. Mm -hmm. But that's life. This week's episode of our show is brought to you by friends over at Skillshare, which is an online learning library with thousands of different classes in tons of different topics that can help you to boost your creative skills and possibly even your career prospects. They have classes ranging from topics like digital illustration to After Effects animation and video editing across pretty much every video editing program that you could think of. They've got Premiere Pro classes. They've got Final Cut Pro classes. Actually, my friend Ali Abdal has a fantastic Final Cut Pro class, so if you're on a Mac and you want to use Final Cut Pro, and I kind of wish that I could because Premiere bugs me sometimes. My friend Ali has a great course on that. There are filmmaking courses, music production courses, all kinds of great stuff. And one course that I want to recommend this week is Christopher Rhodes' class on making videos on a budget. If you want to get into making YouTube videos, if you want to get into making videos for clients, but you have maybe modest gear or a small budget, his class is a great introduction for using those constraints to make something that's really creative and really great. I love in particular one class he has or one one video in the class about location scouting. This is something that I personally would like to get really good at because he has this whole process of finding these different locations on this website that seems kind of like Airbnb, but for creative spaces. And then getting one that's within a small budget and kind of using every inch of it to get all these different shots and to make something that looks like it might've been filmed in a much more expansive and varied space. So that is an awesome class to check out. Also on Skillshare, two classes from me. One is on building your productivity system, which is the combination of your to-do list or task manager, your calendar, your note-taking system, and your file management system. That class is all about making those things work in harmony. And then another class about habit building. It's a class about taking your big long-term goals, turning those into daily habits to help you make progress on those goals, and then learning how to stick to those habits instead of abandoning them after the novelty wears off. So if you want to get a two-month free trial of Skillshare and test it out completely unlimited uh, for free, you can go over to Skillshare.com slash geek and sign up. And even after that, Skillshare is an incredibly affordable platform with their plans starting at less than 10 bucks a month. Once again, Skillshare.com slash geek to sign up and get that free two-month trial. 
And thanks as always to Skillshare for sponsoring this episode and supporting our show. And another big thanks goes out this week to our second sponsor, which is Brilliant. If you are somebody who wants to improve your mastery in the areas of math, science, or computer science, and also improve your problem-solving skills, then Brilliant is a resource you're gonna wanna check out. In their library, they have more than 60 in-depth challenge-based courses that can help you master these STEM-based topics. And they have these kind of logical progressions of bite-sized problems that will challenge you. They will kind of get you stuck sometimes, but they're not overly frustrating and they are laid out in a way that helps you progress through the material a lot faster and with a lot more interest. And when you're more interested in the material and when you are more actively involved from the get-go, you learn a lot more effectively. So within their course library, you're going to find number one, a full math suite, starting all the way from the basics of number theory, working up through algebra, geometry, getting up into calculus and the really advanced things like differential equations. There are also statistics and probability classes. And then within the science areas and the computer science areas, you'll find courses on gravitational physics, on classical mechanics, computer science courses like Python programming, the basics of algorithm design, and some really cool ones on how search engines work, on how neural networks work. It is a vast course library and you're definitely going to find something to sink your teeth into there. So if you would like to get started learning, then head over to brilliant.org slash college info geek and sign up. And if you're one of the first 200 people to use that link, you're going to get 20% off their annual premium subscription, which gets you full access to that entire library of courses. Once again, brilliant.org slash college info geek. And thanks as always to brilliant for sponsoring this episode and supporting our show. All right. What are we so, on? Number four I think for me? We're number four. Uh, okay. So I'm, I, I'm not aware of this one, but apparently you cannot commit to memory what color of washcloth is yours. <laughs> and so you keep on using Anna's, even though she's told you a million times which color is hers and have even mentioned where she stores it and said, please don't use it. But you keep forgetting and you keep <laughs> using it. Uh, yeah. I don't even know what to say about this one. I just have an inability to remember... I know it now. It's been drilled into my head enough times now. Huh. But yeah, color of like bath towel and washcloth, for whatever reason, the color just can't keep, cannot commit it to memory. I think it's going to be funny how many of these for both of us end up just being like the simple inability to pay attention to something when largely we, everything we talk about on the podcast is it's all about how we pay way too much attention to lots of things and think about all this. And we try to do cool strategies, but then like, it's just like, what color washcloth is yours? It's the one. No it's clue. like a wash. It's like a washcloth. What do you want from me? Yep. Uh, I, I think a lot of these may stem from the fact that you're spending nearly all your time around another person who gets to observe all of your idiosyncrasies. And then you're also trying to do a lot with your life. So yeah, necessarily some of it you're just kind of bad at yeah but you know what i would rather be can't, bad at can't do everything what color of washcloth that i need than something more consequential yeah yeah right. so not too bad that one's not too bad You'll I, recover. I don't have a lot to say you can about recover it. that's fine all i'll say about it is i think i fixed that so all right this one i think is hilarious uh, makes up parody words to almost any song and creates new songs about the current activity at any given moment. Do you just like sing about the fact that you're like cutting up a carrot? Like making dinner? Y- yes. Like, I'm cutting up a carrot. Glad it's not a ferret. Ooh, um, hey, that was a rhyme right there. I, I do, in fact, parody every song and or... <laughs> 
freestyle new melodies and or freestyle rap what I'm doing, which is, I, I'm, I'm actually, I'm decent at that sometimes if I get the right starting point. But uh, the only it is reason true that I'm constantly a, singing what I'm doing. The only reason you're not a successful rap artist is because you don't have... Uh, there was like something... The, what's the word for it? They're just like rock solid both combination of inner self-confidence and deep desire to put everything you make out into the world. Yeah. I like, I love rhyming and wordplay and rap and everything about it. I just don't feel like I personally have any interesting stories to tell. And I don't just want to rhyme for the sake of rhyming other than when I do it all the time at home. Like I can't, I wish I could remember what it was, but I was like just in the shower the other day, like in the half a second where I turn off the water and open the door immediately like four lines with like five syllable rhymes and each of them appeared. And I was like, what? And then they disappeared. And now I don't know what they are anymore. You got to get, I'm serious (sighs) about this for, for someone like you, because you're like me, you got to get an Apple watch because you can, number one, it's waterproof. So you could shower with it if you want to, you can set a complication for your voice memo to be a button on the home screen. Because I will just start well, singing cool. random crap in the bathroom. And then I'm like, wait, that's actually a really good chorus, a really good verse. I want it. And I I just have hundreds of voice recordings in my watch of random lyrics. Random. I mean, a lot of times the lyrics don't make sense. And they are just kind of like a, a placeholder to get the melody down and the kind of like a syllable down. Um, yeah. The melodies are there. And like sometimes I'll beatbox to it or like throw in a melody so I can remember like, okay, this is how it was in my head. Here's how the words went. I found that if I just do the words, a lot of times if I listen back, I can't remember what it was supposed to sound like underneath the words. Um, But yeah, like some way to easily capture audio wherever you are is very useful if you get that. That was a key. That'd be a cool idea. But yeah, there, there are times I'm, I am always singing what I'm doing. There are times where we're driving and I don't even notice that I haven't turned any music on because I'm singing some <laughs> nonsense. Yep. Uh, I freestyled down in Minnesota randomly about needing to get gas in the in the town Owatonna. Oh, yep. I've been that to Owatonna. Was, yeah, you're going down to Owatonna. You know, you want to put enough gasoline in this machine to pull a Tonka mm-hmm. uh, with several other lines. And like there were it was pretty good by the end of it but it was still nonsense and then <laughs> i'll just remember wait most people would like turn the radio on wouldn't they that's this not what true. i did but uh sometimes you just make a lot so, of noise and i like remember all of my freestyles because of that but what are you gonna do it's uh, yeah maybe i'll give it up but maybe i'll never give it up i mean you and i have some similarity here i would not be surprised if on your list anna has written doesn't even realize he's singing all day long and doesn't ever stop. Yeah. So if that's on there, called it. But then again, this is one of those lists where it's not that impressive if I call it. Yeah. So which All right. I think it's actually, yeah, it's, it's, it's mm, your turn to, uh, we're going on number five. I think so. Okay. Uh, this one, this one's not fair. Um, Apparently, you insist on bending over the sink and putting your mouth underneath the faucet to rinse your mouth after brushing your teeth instead of just using a cup like a regular person. Uh, It's so much more work and effort to do it that way than to just use a cup. There are five question marks here. Now, I would like to point out that I also do this. So 
I don't feel it's a valid criticism. Look, I think I it don't saves know. cups. It saves cups and it makes me closer to a cat. It does make me closer to a cat. That's that's cool. There's virtue in that, right? I guess. I don't know. I've I've seen clips of that cat's movie. I don't know if I want to get that close. Well, that's probably but true. I don't know why I do this. I think I do it because in the dorms in college, I just never had a bathroom cup in my shower caddy I had to bring into the bathroom. And I just mm. got used to bending down and using the sink. Yeah. And you know what? I don't, it, it's not a big deal. It's fine. Well, it deserved five question marks. So Anna is clearly flabbergasted. She's so confused. By, by she does not understand it. And she's 100% convinced that I do it now just out of stubbornness because she has like convinced me logically that using a cup is better. But like you have to grab another tool and and use it. I will agree that using a cup is easy, but I will also submit that bending over and drinking from the sink is not hard. Well, yeah, and especially because you don't even really have long hair or anything. Like if you had longer hair, you I don't have that, long. Maybe hair, it would fine. be ridiculous if you were dunking your hair in the sink. I also but don't. What's do, the difference for you? I don't make every choice in my life based on the minimization of physical movement. Like another thing, it's probably not on the list, but. I will take the first parking spot I find, even if it's super far away from the store. Like if we're going to Walmart, I will that take should the, be I'll go the in the list. back of I will park in the back of Walmart just because because in my head, I'm like, I am totally willing to walk an extra 30 feet. But if I pass up this parking spot and I go forward and there's no no other ones, I'm gonna have to loop back around. And that is abhorrent to me but, because it's happening. But to you do the same something. thing in like a Midwest winter. It's and you're fine. like four, you're like five blocks away from the place we need I to go. I grew up in the Midwest. It's fine. It's just cold. Yeah, but why not make it less cold? Because I don't know. It's, it's not that. Well, bad. there, there it is. It's not that bad. I don't know. Suck it up. Sounds like more dad. All right. Stuff. Well, that wasn't even that wasn't even one of them. But you know, there was a bonus one. <laughs> All right. Well, something. Okay. This doesn't seem. Okay. Uh, ah. Ah. Is one of these sneakily a compliment? Because that right. make my day. All right. The first part of it is seemed like a compliment. Takes photographs in the sun while holding his breath for a long amount of time, which to me sounds like proper macro photography. You, it, know, you need to technique. do it. You got to do it. Likely going to pass out someday from doing so. Currently gets true. sunburned from doing it. Well, that's not the only thing that happens to me. So I'm I'm photographing like insects or flowers. And when there's the slightest breeze... One of the flowers I photographed recently is smaller than the nail on my pinky. So if there's the slightest breeze, I have to be so still and so good and I don't want to scare the insects. So I'll hold my breath for like a whole minute trying to take a photo and get sunburned. But get this, it's also so bright outside because it's got to be really bright for me to do handheld macro without a tripod. And one of my eyes is in the camera lens and the other one is closed. So when I get up and open my eyes, I am half blinded and <laughs> I have been holding my breath for a minute and I'm, I'm overheated. So I'm probably going to have a heat stroke and die doing this. That's not wrong. I have no defense. I don't know how else to take good photos. You know what, Martin? Bleed for your art. It's like, yeah, it's like, so photography for me, it's like, uh, you know, it's like modeling and high heels. Beauty is pain. So yeah. I have to hurt myself to get the beauty into the camera. And that's exactly. fine with me. 
if I die and I'm holding my camera, somebody get the SD card and pull out whatever I was taking. You make something, you leave a piece of yourself in it. I gotta. Yeah, but she's 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 not wrong. I'm probably gonna maybe I just shouldn't be doing that alone all the time. That way somebody notices if I like die in the bushes. Macro photography spotter. Yeah. (laughs) Can you can you spot me? There's a cute bee over here. It's adorable. It's just got a heart rate monitor on you. Oh, it's dipping. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I imagine once you get the Laowa lens, it's gonna be worse. Yeah, that makes it way worse. So uh, I was I was just like bending over a pond with that one. Yeah. So if I if I had like lost balance, I could have fallen into the water. And I can't swim, well, so that, that wouldn't help. Okay, I was I was about to say that might be funny. There is a scene in the latest Spider-Man movie where like the teacher drops his camera in the water and it's kind of funny. But if you can't swim, it's not funny. You need to learn how to swim. See, I'm still going to die. Well, yeah, but you know, I was going to do it every year or, and something comes up like I pandemics. I will insist to Ashley that if you're ever near water with a camera that you that she forces you to wear like one of those rubber duck inner tubes around your waist. Specifically well, I rubber do that. duck That's ones. That's adorable. Then it would be funny to me. Well, and then and then I feel like I would actually feel less awkward because I'm calling attention to it. I'm not trying to be like, "Just leave me alone, guys. It's my inner tube." Like That's true. I'd be like, "No, look. Look at this inner tube." It's so cool. Like I I can get away with it if I'm confident about it. My mask that I wear when I go out in public has like little kitty cats on it. It's adorable. My other one has dancing frogs. Nice. It's great. Good calls. All right. What's the next one? Number six. Yeah, this one's very true. Um, You buy a ton of boxes of different types of tea, even though you don't drink tea, three question marks. So even though Anna's the tea drinker in the house, like 80% of what you have is yours and you just never drink it. I would like to personally add to this that you also leave tea steeping in the cup for like hours because you just stick it in there and leave like that's all it takes to drink tea is to (laughs) throw tea into water and walk off. Well, I've solved that one. Yeah, (laughs) I've solved that one because the only tea I'm doing quote air quote things for the audio people. The only tea I drink anymore is herbal infusions where I can just put at least that one over steep for the most water and take it with me. Yes. So um, there are many things in this world that I aspire to be and then end up failing at. Being a regular tea drinker is one of them. Um, In my defense, if we're ever at a tea store, it's Anna who wanted to go. And then I'll be there and I'll be like, well, this tea smells delightful. I could just see this future where I wake up in the morning and I put some water on the kettle and I brew some of this wonderful green apple senja and I enjoy it peacefully. And then that doesn't happen because I go home and the next day I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, I need to get to work immediately. And I throw coffee in the coffee maker. That, that is kind and of the opposite life. mindset of tea. Tea is like not rushed. Yeah. So now I, I, I think I've learned who I may relapse. We, we may go to Kucha and someday in the future and I'll be like, ooh, oh, but this one I will drink. It is all delightful. But for the most part, I just buy Celestial Seasonings, Bengal Spice, and I usually drink one a night. All right. Fair but in, in my mm. non-defense, apparently she also bought me an herbal cinnamon tea that I keep forgetting about. Sounds about <laughs> right. Okay. Uh... The next for you is that you use less common, though not 
quite pretentious words without realizing. This doesn't seem that bad. It's not pretentious. Um, she is absolutely referring to the words untenable and tenuous. Well, untenable is a great word. Yeah, I just I, use I also like the, the word indubitably. Uh, I'm not trying to be ridiculous. This is just how I talk. Indubitably is a great but word. She, but I, I can't think of any other examples because it's just how I talk. But I, I know tenuous and untenable because she specifically makes fun of me every time I use them. And I'm just like, it's just a word. Is This situation is untenable. What else would you call it? And then, <laughs> and I don't know. Why I love the word untenable. I like languages and words. Yep. It makes perfect sense that I'd be using weird ones. But it's not like I'm trying, I'm not like, hmm, I would say this situation is a bit untenable. <laughs> and then, like, I'm expecting somebody to, uh, like, applaud me. I'm, I'm never trying to talk like above anybody with weird language they don't understand. I don't think that I don't think untenable is that crazy. If it was a ridiculous word, I would know and not use it. I surmise you're impressed with my vernacular selections. Yeah, like like I wouldn't say that on accident. I wouldn't do that. I'd be perfectly (laughs) aware what I was doing. Looks at a thesaurus. Yeah, I just walk around with a thesaurus every day and I'm like, look at me, I'm so smart. I've made every conversation 80% longer and 20% less valuable. My phone's home screen is Merriam-Webster's word of the day, and I always use the word of the day. (laughs) I hate it. (laughs) So, Uh, the term of the zeitgeist. Yeah, something like that. (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to use the word untenable thrice today. Also, I say thrice. I say thrice all the time. Thrice is pretty good. I like it. It's a good good word. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the word untenable thrice today, and she's gonna hate it. And I'm gonna say that she brought it on herself. Yeah. All right. What's my next one? Number seven. You only eat your leftovers like thirty percent of the time. That's Tom. I've seen I've seen y'all's fridge. Yeah. It is literally always filled with leftovers. I don't even know if you have to get regular food in there. It's just filled <laughs> with leftovers boxes all the time. And apparently, that's because you do not eat them. Um, I'm also pretty bad about that. I don't have a lot to say about it. I'm bad about it. (laughs) (laughs) No defense. Um, The defense rests. Many days I just simply do not eat lunch. And then dinner comes around and I'm like, there's something specific I want for dinner. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. I should probably. Well, with this and like all the bread slices and stuff, you should just like organize a food drop off. Here you go. This this could probably eat. This could feed somebody. This is enough leftovers to feed somebody. Here you go. <laughs> uh, okay, your next one. Accidentally, but consistently, pours too much alcohol into a glass, usually whiskey. I don't know serving sizes for anything. Well, there's something. It's like, it's I like a don't little want metal to, thing that has an ounce pour. I don't want, listen, did I... I don't even mean to. I drink like one drink because I'm like, this is pleasant. I don't even try to like get intoxicated or anything. I just try to pour one drink and then I pour like half a glass of wine of vodka. And I'm like, is that the amount of, is that the right amount? I'm not sure. <laughs> and then and I just like, no, it was not the right amount. I'm wrong. But I do the same thing with everything. I do it with like, I do it with uh, soap. It's way too much hand soap. You pour yourself shampoo, a glass of soap. And yeah, I pour a glass. Big. This everything that involves pouring a liquidish thing of some kind, I will mess it up. Forever. Actually, I, I agree with this. Right. Uh, uh, this happens with my smoothies because every time mm. I make a smoothie, I'm like, "This was too much. 
it yeah. basically yeah. fills up the entirety of my Yeti Rambler. And I was like, next time I won't do it. But I have so many ingredients. Sounds like slang. With every single one, I'd be like, well, I want a little more spinach. Well, I want a few more blackberries. And then but then it, you got to make it like it it's like 15 again. stomachs worth of fluid. It is. Yeah. I just I can't measure liquids every single time. I'll be like, OK, so it's supposed to go to like there. OK, cool. I got it. And then the next time I'll just be like, here we go. Yep. That was. Whoops. Every time she's not wrong. I don't know how to fix it. I just don't pay attention what to you do it. Is you do your initial pour and then you split it in half and save the other half for a different day. I guess that would make sense. That could work. I could do that. Like, I could do that. But specifically then, for my smoothies, I think I could do that. Ooh, that would be a good. Idea. It would be it would be That's like a half a smoothie, which is probably like you a real like stick the, You could stick the blender cup like just in the fridge. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how that would affect the consistency and like how easy it is to drink through a straw if it was so like, like all cold. Uh, yeah, you may have to like repulse it, reblend it a little bit. Oh, yeah, I could do that. Okay, you could just do that, that to mix it up. But I think like my yeah, solution is just gonna be like, I should be pouring things that are. It's not important if I pour too much. I should, you know, I should just like. Right. Make it make it so that I can make that mistake without it being a problem. Well, you That's may my have hack. to start measuring or um, just bring it up to your eyes when you pour it. Because then you can actually see the level. I think if you're pouring it, you down know, here, that might be part of the problem. You're looking I'm, at pouring a weird angle. The, I'm pouring into the curved whiskey glasses. So the yep. curvature of the glass and the fluids making it all look wrong to yep. me. And I'm just or I'm not doing just myself your pour, not doing myself any favors. Yeah. All right. What's my last or no? I have two more, right? Yep. Yep. Two more. Okay. Oh, I like your next Tom, one. Tom, you are, you are very careless with food. You put empty milk cartons and containers back in empty ones back in the fridge? I do not do that. That's what this says, Tom. I do not do that. The uh the prosecution has spoken. <laughs> that I, sounds ridiculous. I are they nearly empty? I don't. You know what? Okay. Sometimes. Oh, okay, so now that we're we got to devolve into it, it's going to find out you I do will that. I put a nearly empty half and half or milk carton back into the fridge because there is enough for one more cup of coffee later on. Mm-hmm. But I do All not right. put. All right. Well, empty I mean, I don't have any other data back in the fridge. I contest that one. I object. In uh, I'll allow the objection because I don't. I don't have the evidence. You know, exactly. but the defense rests. But you've been accused for a reason. Well, I object with one of those cool comic-y call-out things around the word objection. Oh, that's it's a good like idea. Phoenix, right? And Anna can have a ruffly cravat all she wants. She's not correct in this instance. All right. Yeah, I don't do that. My brother did that when we were growing up. And when I was growing up, I would sometimes do that thing where I, like, I put the milk back in the fridge because there's there's a little bit left. And I'd be like, but mom, there's enough for your coffee. And she'd get mad at me. But now that I'm an adult, there is enough for my coffee. And I mm-hmm. do use it for my coffee. Okay, so at the very least... I just remembered I had coffee. Tom cannot comprehend that he's doing this. At the very least, it's, it's a... I don't know if it's the least. Maybe it's at the most. Am I doing it in my there may be a re- There may be a reality where this is happening... And Tom simply can't see it no matter what. I just it's can't, impossible. I can't fathom. I don't know. All right. I wasn't there. All right. We got to move on to the next one because uh, I'm looking at the camera and it has 17 minutes of battery. 
or 12. Can't tell. Ooh, well, well, we're nearly, we're, we're pretty much almost done here anyway. That's true. We're, we're, we're nearing the end. All right. Yeah. I love this one. Apparently you FaceTime Ashley from the next room instead of coming down to talk to her. And usually you switch between multiple filters like the cat or the owl while doing it. Yes. This is hilarious. Yes, I, do. I love I this do one. this. I, first of all, I don't want to get up. Second of all, <laughs> if I get up, do I look like an anthropomorphic owl? No, I don't. Why doesn't well, she want me to live my best life? We could make you a mask. Well, that's that would be great. You made if a I mask, made a mask that, looked, that looked precisely like one of those things. And I walked in, she would probably be very concerned about me. But hey, actually, she's not wrong. Surgery. Yeah, uh, I do asking. this. It's very true. Uh, the stupid animal face things, they amuse me more than I think they deserve to. But for some reason, they do. I can be a shark. That's pretty cool. That's true. Being a shark. I've never is pretty been cool. a shark before. That's worth not getting up. Yeah, and also I was thinking that like it'd be a good idea if if we like Facetimed each other while working, so that it'd be like we were working in the same room, but w- but less distracting. And then mm. I'm st- I just know that I'm still gonna be a shark that's like working. So she's gonna have to learn to deal with that. If I get in a Zoom call with my business partners, I will always put a stupid background on. Yeah, I just don't see why I shouldn't use something you. dumb. The button's there. It says, Martin, use me. Do something That's dumb. True. And I'll be like, okay. All if right. They didn't it's not want that much you to work. use it. They wouldn't put they, it they there. They want me to. They want me to. So. All right. That's my last one. Number nine. Like a big one that you save for last. It's an expensive one. Like once once bought a PS4 to play Monster Hunter with us, even though we specifically, we did specifically tell you this is not your type of game. This is not at all because it's a hundreds of hours game. It's just boss fights over and over and you played it for like two hours and quit and you bought like a whole (laughs) PS4 and we were just like, you're not going to, you're not going to play this game, Tom. You're not, this isn't going to happen. I didn't. It'd be cool for just two hours. I is it three put 15 hours, 15 hours. That's like the intro cutscene. This is monster. Hunter. Okay. It is. 15 hours is like a normal game, okay? No, it's not. I, 30 hours is a normal I, game. I play What kind of RPGs. games are you playing, you weeb? RPGs. I play games like, uh, well, I also was about, Pokemon I was and about Animal to Crossing. say Hollow Knight, but Hollow Knight's like a 60-hour game. Like, all my favorite games are like 100 hours plus. <sighs> all right, well, like, Celeste. No, never mind. That's like 100. <laughs> but you put a lot of hours game. in that simply by dying a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Never, okay, well, you know what? That's like you a short what? game unless you're... Games you know, with like normal campaigns. And if I could think of one right now, Crash Bandicoot. There you go. That's like that's just like a to 15 fun platforming hour. game. There's not like I like games like that. So well, yeah, Mario but you don't Odyssey, like games like no, Monster Hunter, which like is the hours. which is the point. All right. Here's the thing with video games. It's another one of those very aspirational things where. I would love to recapture something that happened when I was a kid and a teenager where I get sucked into a game and it like becomes everything for a while. I don't think I'll ever achieve it again. It does. It does feel fun. I think I've lost it. And I really Um, liked the idea of having a game that Anna played and that you played that I could also hop on and like, you know, do something with you guys in a video game. I thought it sounded really fun. It did. It did, but it was not, it wasn't going to happen. Then I have to actually play the game and it's like, all right, and with Monster Hunter, you got to keep up. Look, for if you don't keep tracks. up with everybody, then like you can't even do the same missions as them because you'll just get 
crushed in three seconds. Yeah, and you gotta see it's hit, uh, the, hit the Carapeco, and then it honestly, like, runs it's kind of like and you gotta do Warcraft in that way. It is, it really it's, is. and that's why I don't play Warcraft because I don't want to keep up with an entire guild or I mm-hmm. fall behind. But with Monster Hunter, even though it's like the opposite of the normal games I play, and there's no good reason for me to love it, I just love it for some reason. Yes. you know what we should play. Uh, Magic the Gathering Arena came out on Mac today. Yes, we should, and I will. So absolutely I'm going to be installing that, you know, basically immediately after this because I've been waiting. I will admit, Monster Hunter for this has moment a, for all my life has a like, oh Lord for someone else who isn't me. The the gameplay loop is great. It isn't like another game, like a lot of other games where the gameplay loop is not actually that fun, and what's really driving you is just the numbers and the grinding. Like Monster Hunter's loop is good. It's just not for me. Yeah, it's like a technical boss fight. You actually have to try. It's not yeah. just it's not grinding in the I'm going to press this button. And that's basically it sense. It's, yeah, it's, it's really fun, but it does require hundreds of hours. Yes, but to I, get anywhere useful. I, I do have to admit that I I did buy another PS4. Thinking oh yeah, I it was another that. PS. Oh yeah, it was another PS4 because Anna was going to have to be playing on the other one. That's why. So now you now, have two PS4s. We, it is a PS4 Pro, so it was an upgrade to the first PS4. And I know a lot of gamer friends of mine who have had the regular PS4 and upgraded to the PS4 Pro. So I will use them as a shield okay. for my poor financial decision there. But that's fair. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. Uh, currently what I'm trying to get into with Anna is destiny Two, which is free. So what's that's a that little like a, bit of improvement. It's a, it's a, so like a first person. Yeah. It's thing. a first person shooter sort of MMO thing, but it's made one. by the people who made halo. Uh, and I know oh, yeah. like as I've somebody name, who maybe. played overwatch for probably 200 hours, like FPS games are my jam. Like Magic as well. You know, Magic the Gathering, card style games are my jam. FPS games are my jam. Rhythm games are my jam. Platformers are my jam. Those are the four, pretty much. So if I can play something where it's like a core gameplay loop that I really like and I can play with my friends, then I'm probably going to stick with it. And at least in this case, if I don't stick with it, all I invested was a few hours. Yeah. 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 Do you know, does Monster Hunter World have crossplay? Because like, I they know. have it on Steam now, I think. I do not have any idea. I didn't even know that it was available on another. Oh, yeah. Wait, yeah, it is on PC. Pretty sure it's um, on PC. I don't know. I don't think it was on PC when I got the PS4. I don't, I don't do PC gaming, so I do not know my, you know, nine, ten-year-old. Not ten. It's, it's a seven-year-old MacBook Air. Simply Ooh. cannot run those games or hold the space for a Windows partition at this point in time. This is going to make me look even worse, but it's not the first time I've done this. Really? Yeah, back in college, uh, Pokemon X and Y came out, and I was really excited by the idea of like playing with you and our other roommates, so (sighs) I bought a 3DS and Pokemon X, and then I also bought one for Anna, and I got her Pokemon Y. She actually played it. I got to the first gym leader and I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. The problem here is that you uh, just, you, you simply jump right into the expensive thing I without do. like waiting five seconds to see, wait, maybe I didn't. 
need that. You invest real fast. I do. Which is useful sometimes for business reasons, but when it comes to video game consoles, it has backfired. I invest incredibly fast. I started dating Anna the day that I met her. Yeah. Which means that she does too. Jump right in. Yeah, I'm I'm not really a let's just like hold off and see person. I have to work very hard to be like that. Mm. So that's fair. That and maybe that's like a theme here. I do have similar urges. I just hold back slightly longer. Mm-hmm. All right, I got one more for you. And okay. I agree with this one. I don't. This already. is a shared grievance. Forgets to eat most of the day, then wonders why it's 10 p.m. and he's suddenly hungry. I do wonder why I'm hungry. Because you need to eat food, you dingus. Yeah. I will have some days where I will suddenly get up, be lightheaded, and be like, wait, why am I? Oh, yeah, I didn't eat nothing. Huh. Exactly. And I didn't drink nothing either. Just, That's cool. Uh, just make a smoothie. But, you know, I got... Well... I didn't use the blender for like three months because the sink, God, I feel like I'm going to call out my own 10th thing here, but, uh, the sink had a, like a clog issue and then I didn't f- fix it for a few months, like, because I fixed the clog, but the kitchen was dirty and because stuff piled up and then I just didn't want to deal with it. So then I left it and then I didn't use my fancy blender for months and still haven't. I let things pile up until they <laughs> overwhelm me, at which point more things only pile on top of them. That's true. Increasing the, the, the level of overwhelm. Don't stop. And then, it, and then it never stops. And then I'm just like, maybe I'll never go in the kitchen again. Maybe that's a solution. That is true. If you just abandon the room. If I just leave it. Technically, logically. It's done. If you it's never like, go in that room it's again. It's like if you, lose your, if you lose your car in a parking lot and you're just like, it's done. <laughs> And you just you just but never no, come we, back, and you, I don't I don't have a car it. anymore. Nope. It's it's too complicated. It's, it's it's over, Rebecca. I'll get a new it's one. It's over. You're still paying for that one though. That's what they think. No. Yeah, it's done. They you can just go repo it. it. They're gonna be like, "Where's your car?" Like, I don't know. I never bought a car from you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What are you talking about? Yeah, I, I I let things pile up. So then I just don't eat because I'm like, but the kitchen is incon. I don't care anymore. And then I just <laughs> do something else. I think half the audience is going to be like, wow, these guys are a lot a lot sillier than we thought they were. Um, huh. And then the other half is going to say, hey, I do that too. Yeah. Well, listen, today I have this mineral water. That's, so there are no I'm calories in that. There is calcium, though, and that starts with cal. Does, but it's it's not going to make you feel any less hungry. That's my defense. <laughs> All right. Uh, those are our lists, right? Yep, that's it. Cool. Well, I need to wrap this up before my camera dies. I think I have eight minutes Do that. left. Do that. So eight minutes. Here we that go. That is going to be the end of this episode. This is episode 298 of the College yes, of Geek podcast, which means that if there, for some reason, are show notes for this episode, I don't know if there are. This was like just a fun episode. I'm not uh, sure. They will. If they exist, they will be at CIGpodcast.com slash 298, or you can go over to CIGpodcast.com with no trailing slashes or numbers if you want to find out how to subscribe to this show. That's our little home base for the podcast. We have links to Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and lots of other cool places to listen to podcasts. Um, yeah. 
If you want to support this show, one way you can do that is by making a fire, as long as there's no fire danger, and putting some smoke signals into the air so your neighbors can see, at least the ones who have been trained in uh, military standard smoke signal analysis courses. We've got them all of our podcast. For everyone else out there, you can simply tell your friends, hey, I really like this show called the College Info Geek Podcast, and their name is changing in like three episodes. And so you could maybe. Yeah, so get started now. Get 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 ready. And then listen to this episode 300. Isn't it great? Oh, yeah. And then I have to explain that the name changed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, the next episode, I want to be a pure Q&A. So, uh, oh, yeah, y'all send in your questions. They don't even necessarily need to be productivity based. Usually they're filtered out to be useful. But just what kind of questions you got? And, you know, that's true. Trying to get through trying to get through these last few episodes with a little bit of levity. We should probably put that at the beginning of the episode. Or I'll just make an Instagram story. Yeah, I was going to put it on Instagram. too. That's probably the biggest thing. All right. Uh, that's it. So thanks for listening. And we will see you in the next episode. Stay cute.